Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. I am Matthew. And I'm Judah. How's everybody doing? How's it going? It's it's going good. Um, my heart's racing because immediately before we started this, uh, I got an email that said your online bank statement is available. And then like in the subject, like the part that you can see on Gmail, mm. you know, the little preview of the subject that you get. Right. It said, oh, your new balance is $3,000 and $3,046 or something like that. And I went, no, 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 no. What happened to all my money? to have a lot more money than that in it. Right. Like like a lot more than that. So I I really panicked. But it turns out that that is a very misleading subject from one of my credit cards. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like a a credit card balance. Hopefully, you know, for you. Yeah, that's the credit card I have that has the highest balance because it has the lowest interest. I don't mm. know if you game the system like that. Um, I just pay everything off immediately so I don't have to worry about interest. Oh, you know, I racked up some uh, some credit card debt when Katie first moved out here, and she it took her like a year to find a job. Right. And I've been slowly paying it down. But uh, I don't carry a lot of debt. I, I have less debt than I have in my savings account, so I could pay it off if I needed to. But yeah, dude, that is a scary, a scary email preview. Like, oh, all my money's gone. That's yeah. That's a good, good way to spend the afternoon. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in a couple minutes, un- unless you say something really provocative, my heart rate will drop and everything will be cool. Uh, well, how how is your huge pneumonia going? Because you don't want to have a high heart rate and a um, difficulty breathing. I think that would be a bad combination. Uh, it's going okay. The breathing is going a little better. Like, I've been working this week, no problem. Uh, the the thing that is still a little tricky is I'm not sleeping particularly well. Yeah. You know, it's been warm, and I'm not breathing 100%, and so I just have trouble getting to sleep sometimes. Yeah, dog, then that sucks, because then you can't, you can't really heal if you're not sleeping. Your body needs it. Your yeah. body needs to baked potato. But my doctor gave me an asthma inhaler. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is supposed to help clear up the inflammation in my airways. Mm. So, hopefully, hopefully I won't be suffering from this too much longer. I don't want this to become an old person podcast where all we do is talk about health. But I, I, I was curious how it was going. How's your bum knee? <laughs> well, you know, it's warm, so it's better these days. It sucks when it's cold. <clears throat> Um, I thought you were going to say earlier that your heart was racing because right before this you were playing uh, a stressful mission of Star Trek Online or something. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I was playing a mission of Star Trek Online before this, but it was not particularly stressful. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, 
yeah, dude, I don't know what's going on. Like, my whole life is about Star Trek these days, and uh, it's weird because I'm not nine years old anymore. Yeah. You're sucking me back in, too. It's like... Excuse me. This is entirely your fault because you showed me that screenshot of Simon Tarsis. I did show you a screenshot of crewman Simon Tarsis. I had that. been out. I was totally out, and that <laughs> is what dragged me back in. I started playing the Star Trek Timelines game, and then I realized I kind of wanted to go back and watch the old Next Generations, which are just so shitty. And uh, and then you were playing this uh, Star Trek uh, online, and I was like, eh, well, I guess I should try that too. So now, like, all my free time is spent doing Star Trek stuff, <clears throat> which yeah, is weird. Star Trek online is actually your fault. What? Um, so last week when I had pneumonia, uh, you sent me a message saying, hey, I'm going to watch this Wizards and Warriors 3 video <laughs> over my lunch break. Okay. And uh, so I said, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I'm I'm lying here in bed not doing anything, but I have my laptop. Who doesn't want to see, a, like, a Let's Play of a crappy NES game from 1990 or whatever? Right. So I, like, I like searched, and there were a couple of videos. But the one I picked was called A Long Play. And mm. this is a new type of video game video for me. So you know how there's speed runs, right? Where yep. the object is to beat the game as quickly as possible, and often they do it by doing a lot of dumb tricks and exploiting bugs. Yep. So it doesn't really... Like, the game that you watch when you watch a speed run is not the game that you played when you were young. Or even close. I watched that Secret of Mana one, and the guy did nothing but cheese the whole time. I didn't even recognize the game. Yeah, like, well, of course, because for you, Secret of Mana is a game about... Walking back and forth between two areas, casting magic at enemies until your magic level goes up. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, for hours. Well, yes, increasingly more hours as the game goes on. Right. Um, so I watched... So that long play video is the opposite approach. Like, the goal of those is to show off as much of the game as possible. So all the little side quests and uh, yeah. Easter eggs and shiz. Uh, also, both of the long play videos that I've watched... Uh, don't have any narration. So it's like, just, it's just the game. gameplay footage. Okay. So after I watched that long play of Wizards and Warriors 3, which is a dumb game. It's not good. It wasn't no. good at the time. It's weird. I don't even know why I wanted to watch those videos, except that the music from the game is always in my head, despite the fact that I did not play it very much. Right. Well, we never made any progress in that game. No. But after I watched that, I started a long play of Star Trek Bridge Commander. Okay. One of them... Now, every um, Star Trek game that's ever been made has been bad. Yes. With crazy. the possible exception of that 4X game where you just tried to build an empire. Yeah. Uh, the what was it called? Birth, Birth of the, the Federation. Federation. Yeah, it was mm. just like a pretty generic strategy game. Yeah, it was like a, a dumbed-down version of Civ in the Star Trek universe. Right. Right. Uh, so all Star Trek games have been universally dumb, but watching this playthrough made me think, oh, I should play a Star Trek game again. And so I went to Steam, because my go-to is to play a game on my computer if it's possible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's, like, basically no Star Trek games. People just aren't making them. Okay, this is a question I always have. So it seems like <clears throat> there are some really big properties out there that you could make a lot of money off of if you spent, like, ten minutes doing it right. Right. And one of those is Star Trek, and one of those is Star Wars, too, and most of those games are shitty as well. There are, like, a couple that people think highly of, but most of them are shitty. 
Uh, yeah, but you know, they weren't always shitty. Like, people really liked TIE Fighter and X-Wing. Oh, really? Okay. Back when you could make a flight simulator, like, dogfighting simulator game. I don't know why you can't. If you liked Wing Commander, but you wanted it to be in the Star Wars universe, which is arguably a dumber universe even than Wing Commander. (laughs) Yeah, well, Wing Commander is helpful in that they don't try to tell you everything that happened in the universe, so you're not rolling your eyes constantly. Right. There's like one there's like only one alien race. Yeah. They're bad. That's right. It's pretty humans simple. Humans are good. Yeah, the humans are good. They're all over the place. The cat guys are bad and you have to kill them. You're part of an actual military, so your knowledge of the way American militaries work translates. Yes. Uh, all like 100% translates. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, arguably the Star Wars universe is dumber than that. But yeah. because people love it, the like TIE Fighter games were very popular. Okay, so maybe they had some popular games. But what is the deal? Like Star Trek has had like 19,000 movies and series and everything, but every single game has just been like they spent no time on it. Like they just rushed out a shitty piece of crap. Yeah, like there's a, always crap. a game where like you're it's on the NES or Super NES and you beam down and it's a really you're a really bad cartoon version of Kirk. Right. And you like walk around and stun things with your phaser. But it's essentially uh, like an, a point-and-click adventure game. You just have to get the right items and put them in the right spots. Right. Uh, and then with some minimal space combat that's usually pretty shitty. Yeah. Specifically, we had that TNG game for the Super Nintendo. Uh... <sighs> that was just so bad. That game was really bad. Although Not a good I did game. watch a Let's Play of that about six months ago. Strictly also. for nostalgia or strictly for Star Trek? Reasons. A little bit for nostalgia, and also to figure out how to beat some parts. Like, like Fizzall's Happy Haven or something? Yeah, there was some stuff in there that we just did not beat. I don't like that I remember some of the levels. Um, so yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, when you got your PS2 running again. Yeah. And I went over the list of all the PS2 games that I had. Right. One of them is a Star Trek game. And it was shitty, and, right? And... I don't. I think I only played like twenty minutes of it. Like they're just so bad. Yeah. Um. But so basically, the only Star Trek game you can get these days is Star Trek Online, and which it, is an MMO. Yeah, and I was gonna say, and it seems like it's it's pretty firmly rooted in what I understand to be MMO stuff. Yeah, it's been running for about six years. Yeah. So um, it's a little older than Skyrim. Yeah. That's yeah, how I like judge a, video games. It's like roughly a year older than Skyrim, I would say. <laughs> Is it pre or post Skyrim? It's not. It's also much less technologically impressive. Like, yeah. no, the graphics don't look good like the Skyrim. Well, I think that's always what happens on the MMOs. Like, all the engineering goes to different things. Like, even when the um, the Elder Scrolls MMO came out after Skyrim, it's graphics and stuff. They weren't as good as Skyrim because they're, yeah. they're working on other shit. Well, I think it has to be, too, because when you have different people playing together... And everybody's on different hardware. Yeah, you have to kind of, like, the lowest common denominator. It is. It becomes kind of lowest common denominator stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this is this, this opening section is where we blame each other for making the other one do Star Trek stuff. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I accidentally got you into timelines. Yep. And, again, we've gotten Ben into timelines as a result. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and then you accidentally got me interested in playing Star Trek games, and Star Trek Online is the only option. And it happens to be free. Yeah, that helps. Like, f- free to play completely. 
Yeah. I think when you get up to the end game, your character is going to really suck if you don't spend money. But like until you're at level 60 or whatever, there's no reason to spend any money. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes it kind of a low barrier to entry. You're just kind yeah. of like, do I want to spend the time to see if it sucks? Yeah. So, I mean, like the the big investment in this dumb game is the time it takes to download 12 gigabytes of patches. <laughs> yeah. It said I logged in yesterday and it said I had two hours of gameplay. And I went, nope, that is two hours of watching the thing patch. That is oh, what it I have. That for you. It counted yeah, it. Steam doesn't know what you were doing. It just launched it, and then it was like, "Here you go." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's been really weird. It's. Uh, I was out for a long time, and um. And there's no real reason to be back in, except for weird circumstances. And we've both been watching, the next generations from the beginning. Too. Yeah, and we're at roughly the same place. That's true. I was watching Okana yesterday. Were you watching it? I finished Okami yesterday. Okay, yeah. So we both the next one is loud as a whisper, and I <laughs> we both had the same opinion. We went, "Nope, I'm not going to watch that one tonight. I cannot handle it." No, it's so bad. Yeah, season two worse even than season one. Well, like my memory of loud as a whisper is that it is a terrible episode. But at, like every every rewatch project, you discover new things as you go through. Yeah, most of them bad, but usually pretty funny, at least. Yeah, generally. Mm. But I mean, I would have said that season one was worse than season two, but I don't think so now. Well, certainly that, the first few episodes of season two have been uh, real garbage. Yeah. And I I never liked Pulaski, but I do not like her now. She's got a personality disorder, right? Well, she's I'm for is sure Is it Asperger's? Or, yeah, or is it just old school like racism and bigotry? Yeah. And she might be a drunk. Like, she is always in 10 Forward, and I get that 10 Forward is a new set for Season 2, and yeah. they want to put stuff there, but, like, she just inserts herself in conversations that happen in 10 Forward. And, and not... People are not sitting with her. Not Yeah, not a social drinker either, a problem drinker. She just drinks by herself in 10 Forward. Yeah, she just goes there and drinks synth ale alone. And then she goes, hey, hey, you, you, you know that android? Fuck him. And they go, oh, alright. That's our new doctor. And then Jordy's like, I mean, he's basically my only friend, though. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm so lonely on this ship. I taught him to paint. Which means he did everything and I stood there and watched. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Riker came in and insulted us both. And thought it was a great joke. Yeah. That's what I remember from that. He thought historians would want to know about this moment because it's a, it's a blind man teaching an android to paint. And they both looked at him with a very realistic look of, hey, no one asked you even to come in here. So, don't judge our friendship, which yeah, is and special. By the, by the way, even at that point in the series, Jordy was like probably about fourth in the chain of command. Like when Riker and uh, Picard and Data have to be off the ship at the same time, they're definitely leaving Jordy in charge. Which seems weird, because he is a very junior officer according to the backstory given to us in, like, the first episode or whatever. Right. Uh, you'd think he'd be like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not just a blind man. Like, <laughs> that's right. it's not the only thing that I am. I know you guys all think it's cool. I've got this cool visor. You want to see what it looks like? You want to see like, Data's aura? You like to talk about it a lot to my face. Yeah. About how blind I am. Yeah, like, I, I know I'm blind. Yeah, I ain't just fucking figured this out. You don't have to keep saying it. As I said in, like, 
uh, the second episode. I was born this way. So, yeah. you know, he's used to it. It's worn off for him. No, we are right about the point where Pulaski tries to pitch an uh, ocular nerve regeneration on him, too. Which he, like, real haughtily goes, Oh, I would... I'm better than that. And then, uh, in, like, the movie, like, the second movie or the first movie or something, he's just like, Nah, I just... I got implants. Hey, hey I finally got them new eyes. Got new eyes, and they are really cool. I actually like them a lot. So, what the fuck, Jordy? We stick yeah. to your guns. Well, she was, I mean, she was offering him, like, a 20% loss, and it doesn't matter. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go too inside on that. It's, by the <clears> way, <throat> in an episode we haven't even gotten to yet. We got to it 25 other times in the past. Eh, it's probably true. So. <laughs> but, yeah, it is weird how much more I'm I'm getting out of this this run through the series, because I, I, I'm just noticing shit in every episode that I, I guess I should have noticed before, but I think there were so many other glaring things, and now I'm tired of talking about those, and I'm noticing some more of the, the nuance. <clears throat> the bad yeah. nuance. There's no point in talking anymore about Chief Engineer, even worse... I'm sorry, to make matters worse, yeah. Chief Engineer Logan's on his way to the bridge. Yeah, now I just see it and I go, oh, I remember, that's my favorite part. Oh, let's move it on. <clears throat> Your favorite part isn't when uh, Jordy asks him to take command and his face lights up for a second and then says, of the saucer section? Yeah. So... He should is, then say, oh, I'm sorry, that was misleading. Is that the last time... Is that the last time in the series that they care enough about the civilians on the ship that they offer to shuttle them away in the saucer section? Well, they separate one more time, right? At but it's 359? As a battle decoy. Right. They want them to shoot at it. Yeah, shoot at the civilians. <laughs> yes. I hope they evacuated the civilians back to the, the drive section at the, for that one. Because they uh, set up the saucer just to be shot at. Yeah. Yeah, look. Uh, yeah, who knows? I think it is, though. Yeah, I think after that, they're just like, what, civilians might die? Not really worried about it. To be fair, that ship rarely goes into battle. Yeah, it's not like um, some of the other... So, like, the original series in TNG, there's a lot less space battles they get into. Right. In um, Starting in Deep Space Nine and through Voyager and even shitty Enterprise, which Marjan and I are into Season 2 on, uh, there's, like, crazy space battles, like, every episode, because they wanted to kick up the action. Right, so I think, also, the original series and TNG still had uh, Gene Roddenberry's pacifist guiding hand. Yeah, they did, dude. Like, you know, the the dude believed in a future where humanity was pretty good. Like, yeah, we and had like, our shit pretty down. Honestly, in, like, 95% of all, all of the space battle situations in TNG, Picard goes, like, Worf will be like, should we return fire? And he just goes, no. Let him shoot us a little bit more. Yeah, most of the battles are not against opponents of the same caliber as the Enterprise in The Next Generation. Yeah, but even when it's like Romulan warbirds and shit, he's like, no, no. If they wanted to destroy us, we'd already be dead. Let's just hang out. Yep. <laughs> it's like, wow. Gene Roddenberry thought the captains of the future were, like, super patient. But clearly they decided that the, the effect shots of the separation were too expensive. Yeah, dude, that model had to, like... They had to have, like, two models. Yeah. That's twice as many models. 
Because you know that main model didn't separate. They do a really bad job of explaining how that saucer section is supposed to get to whatever starbase. I know. Without warp drive. That's always what I'm saying. Like, what? All it has is impulse engines. It's going to take 80 years. It's just... Whatever. I don't want them to explain it. They'll do a worse job of explaining it than they will if they just raise the question and don't answer it. Yeah, they could have put one warp engine on the saucer section or something. Is that how the uh, the future Enterprise is laid out, or is the third warp engine also on the drive section? It's also on the star drive, but who knows if that ship even separates. Yeah, they probably should just put that to bed because they didn't do it anymore. Well, they probably should get the goddamn civilians off of there. <laughs> I think that should be plan one, and then who cares if you need to separate it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. <clears throat> dumb idea. It also really muddies the waters of uh, what the actual crew size on the Enterprise is. Like, I tried to look it up. No one knows. Uh, in terms of how many are Starfleet personnel and how many are civvies? Yeah, we know there's a thousand people on the ship. Right. But, like, how many of them are dumb kids? I mean, in okay, in the episode with the Panacea planet, I don't remember its name. Aldea? Yep. It seems like there may only be about 12 kids on the Enterprise. Yeah, I mean, if they took... I thought they just took, like, the pick of the litter. So, like, maybe they didn't show us all the kids. Maybe they just... I mean, I guess, but they can't have kids of their own. They're trying to keep their civilization going. Why would you take, like, seven kids? I guess that's true. Wouldn't you take all of the young people? Like, anyone of reproductive age? Well, that's what I was going to say. Honestly, if I was trying to rebuild my entire civilization and I was down to, like, four people, I would have taken the entire crew of the Enterprise. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't And just, like, sorted it out later. Yeah, like, there's a couple of people, like, you probably don't need Picard. Yeah, he's old. Whatever. His junk is old. It's probably gone bad. (laughs) The milk's gone bad, dude. Also, he at no point in the series does he show himself to be capable of a relationship with a woman. No, he just gets that weird horse cough where he goes, (laughs) whenever there's a lady around him. (laughs) He he might be a virgin. (laughs) I think it's... Well, you pointed out the other day that in that episode, that shitty episode, will always have Paris. He does basically run off and join Starfleet as, like to avoid being in a romantic relationship with a lady. Yeah, it's not clear to me if he was already in Starfleet and he just took a space assignment as opposed to an... I'm, like, yeah. the timing on that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But either way, he ran far away from her. Why? Because he was scared. Of what? I don't know. Boobs? Pretty I'm awesome. not sure. Hard, yeah, hard to say. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. By the way, uh, I didn't hate that episode as much as I thought I would. We'll always have Paris? Yeah, like, I, when I saw that was coming out, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I can't but I can't say not, I enjoyed it. It's not actually that bad. Mm. And there's a moment in there where it is super clear that uh, Crusher and Troy have discussed her feelings for Captain Picard. Previously. Uh, yeah, because Troy has to go and, like, have a fucking heart-to-heart with her when Picard's girlfriend from, like, a million years ago comes on the ship. Yeah. She's like, Beverly, I am here for you. I know you are devastated right now in your heart and vagina. 
Yeah, and Beverly's not like, what, what are you talking about? So, like, she's not trying to, to keep it cool. No. Well, in season one, she's, she's all cool over Picard's all. jock, dude. She's like, they were clearly going to make that a romantic angle, and then, again, I think after season one ended, they just went to the film room, and they hit the tape hard, and they changed everything about the show. Yeah. Well, they changed a lot of things, like, the show was about Riker, and now it's not. <laughs> yep. Now he actually looks like just kind of a third wheel buffoon. Yeah, and now his job is to go, what is this? And not only did they drop all of the romance angles between Riker and Troy and Picard and Crusher, but they straight booted Crusher from the show. Yeah, she got she straight up got fired. Yeah. <clears throat> so they, According I think... According to a very long interview with Rick Berman that I read excerpts from. Fuck you, Rick Berman. <laughs> so yeah, so they, I think they just went to the back to the drawing board and went, we're gonna make a, a different show now and so all that romantic stuff it only comes up every once in a while after that which is uh, yeah good. like by the way a few like i don't think it even comes up much in season three when crusher comes back nope i don't think, it comes I think up they again. hold off until like season five before they start to start to touch on it yeah which is fine because one i i'm not that into the characters and i'm especially not that into crusher and um it's nice that you can have a show where you don't have to lean on, like, romantic storylines. Also, it'd be super unprofessional, right? Well, he totally starts nailing that, uh, fucking stellar cartographer, or whatever the F she is. Yeah. Slash, weird rollout keyboard pianist. And, I mean, Crusher is as far outside of the command structure as a Starfleet commander can be, right? Like... Yeah. Yeah, it doctors pr- and captains have a weird relationship where yep. she can order him to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it probably would be a little bit more appropriate than what he does with that. The horrible things he does with that uh, stellar cartographer. I mean, hor- like we- like hot carls and weird stuff. Oh. Yeah, dude. That's because he doesn't have a real experience of sex. He just read some stuff. He just got on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, he's doing rusty trombones and dirty Sanchez. Like, I got a lot of and... I got a lot of catch up learning to do. Hot. That's a Seattle sock job. <laughs> Hot, warm, and cold Carl's. Just like yeah. On oh, the he regular. knows all the Carl's now. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. He does the worst things with that lady. He's probably doing stuff Riker just made up. Like Ugh. when Schmidt gets uh, gets just to do the captain on Nick Miller. That's right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and um, to make matters worse, dude, they have that improvised uh, version of Frere Jaca that just aggravates me to no end. Yeah. Yeah, rollout piano and um, ancient clay flute. Damn, dude, your volume just, like, shot up 500%. I, nothing has changed on my end. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Let me see if I can change that. Turn down the yeah, I know because I could hear myself all of a sudden. Yeah, that was weird. Is it, huh? I just turned it down and it turned itself back up. Oh, yeah, no, dog, you got to be able to hear me, dude. Skynet. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on a second. I don't know why I can't change it. You got a jankety ass laptop. That's all there is to it. Damn, hold on. This is gonna this is gonna be a real problem for the pod show if I can't fix this. Every spend time, spend more money on your computers in the future. Stop talking for a second. You're so make loud. more money and then spend more money. <laughs> Good God! Every seriously, every time I turn down the volume, it turns itself back up. This is bonkers. That's weird. Your headset doesn't have like a volume switch on it that you're leaning on or anything, does it? <clears throat> hold hold on. 
I declined to answer that question. Oh no! <laughs> Dog, I diagnosed it from 20 miles away. It's a new headset, you know, relatively. My old one didn't have this little uh, dongle in the middle that has the uh, volume controls and mutes and stuff. I'm lucky I didn't mute myself. This is good. Do not edit this section out. I'm not. You know it's above me. I I would not. I would not ever rise to editing something. Anyway, it would be very unprofessional for the captain of a starship to have a relationship with one of his subordinates. Okay. Well, anyway, so he's doing filthy things with that lady, and then he's like borrowing sensor time for her, and it's like, no, not okay. You cannot. You cannot borrow sensor time for somebody you're dropping digits on. Can't yeah, be he's done. Giving her special treatment. She is. And doing it in the Jeffries tubes too. Ah, you know that's where up. all of their encounters take place, not just their little impromptu concerts. Dude, engineers crawling around in there, going, "Why, why is it wet? What? Do you, do you think the first the first time, like right after the scene cuts away, Jordy shouts up the Jeffries tube, knock that the fuck off, and then later <laughs> he finds out it was the captain." That's right. Like, he's the chief engineer. He probably feels like he owns the Jeffries tube. And you're right. There's a part where he can hear the music. And yeah. he just kind of looks up like, huh, that's really weird. But yeah, in real life, he'd be like, I better not find anybody in there. I'm coming up hey, there. Get out of my tubes. Yeah. Quit playing in my tubes. <clears throat> Shit is for ship's business. That's right. Now, Picard's got quarters. Or there's a holodeck. What's this bullshit? It's got the best acoustics. Fuck you, replicated Jeffrey's tube in the holodeck. Seriously, yes. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Even in that, he seems really uncomfortable with the relationship and ends it at the end of the episode. I, I, don't, just, I don't... I think you're right. I think he might be a virgin, for sure. Just don't dick around in there, man. There's, there's plasma in there and shit. That's right. I think he might be a virgin, and that makes... that I, I don't know if that lends credibility or not to the theory that he might be a pedophile. I don't know. I don't know if it does or not. I have continued to listen to The Greatest Generation. Oh, really? It's not a good podcast, guys. Don't listen to it. Yeah. Um, But I will listen to anybody dissecting any piece of pop culture. I was going to say, now you telling people not to listen to that, it kind of does seem like a ploy because this has largely become a Star Trek podcast. Yeah, for now. (laughs) Until we get on to something else. That's right. Uh, And every time one of them says Wesley... They play a little sting of Picard saying, the boy, and then the riff from Baker Street. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, Picard is um, a a sexual enigma. Let's just say that. Let's not say that. Don't say that ever again. No one say that. He wears his sexy little little dressing gown and his little shorts. Yeah, but then when ladies come to F him, he tells them that they're obvious and vulgar. That's right. She wanted to F him bad, by the she way. She really did. I don't know what it is. The bald head? Is it the baldness? Is it that he has a real man's nose? I don't know. He yeah. seems to be attracted to women. Uh, mm, it's right. not just like he and Jack Crusher were on the down low. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but maybe. And uh, him and Jack Crusher and the, that captain... From Conspiracy. Walker Keel. No. Walker Keel. Bravest of his race. <laughs> I was going to say, is that right? I don't know. Wait a Walker Keel is the name of that captain. 
whether he's all whether that's also the name of the kickboxer in Babylon Five is another Wait a minute. question. That's really bothering me now. Yeah, his name was oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> is it the same? I, I, I there is a possibility that, that is the same guy. Let me just do a quick search. Well, it's not the same guy. You know what I mean? Like, same it's name. Definitely not the same actor. So first you got to go on Memory Alpha and look up Conspiracy. Well, okay, so Walker Keel is on Memory Alpha. Okay, now you got to find a Babylon 5 wiki. All right, all right. And search for Mutado or something. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's going to help. Assuming you know how it's spelled. Uh, Mutai came up. That was pretty easy. So, okay, the episode is called TKO. Cool. Walker Smith. Oh, so right. close. Man, for, in my head, that guy's name was Walker Keel. Well, it's okay. If if there is ever a reason for me to watch Conspiracy again when someone says Walter Keel, I will think <laughs> bravest of his race. <laughs> so, yeah, those guys were definitely, like, three-donging it. We never do find out what happened to that ship, by the way. No, a conspiracy blew it up. Yeah. A conspiracy. That's that's not real. Who blew that ship up? A conspiracy blew it up, and then the conspiracy was very quickly forgotten about. I mean, we see Trila Scott later with a fin in her neck. Oh, maybe she did it. So, but like, from the descriptions of the ship, there were two frigates, and then Walker Keel's ship was an Ambassador-class heavy cruiser. Of course the Black Lady did it. Of course. So, uh, she shouldn't have been able to. Unless he wasn't expecting it. Maybe she got a sneaky, sneaky shot in. That's what I'm saying, dude. Shields down. She fucking... She murdered that dude. And by the way, the show, uh, still in the 80s, still has some uncomfortable racial things going on. Uh, let, me, let me say something about this episode. Because this is just more evidence that the writers did not care. Right. And that this show does not bear close scrutiny. So Picard goes down to that <laughs> conference, and Walker Keel asks him like 15 questions about his past. Mm-hmm. Because the weakness of these idiot creatures is their memory. Yeah. Then, that Bolian captain yep. says to Picard, oh, it's nice to meet you. And Picard's like, oh, we met at this conference. And he's like, and no uh, one's like, hey, wait, shouldn't he remember that? Yeah, not only that, he gives a real fake, like a fake, oh, I knew that. The guy yeah. kind of nods at him like, uh, oh, oh, yeah, that happened. And suspicious-ass Walker Keel, bravest of his race, just just blinks. Like, does not bear close scrutiny. Yeah. It's just like how in Data Lore, when they beam Lore off the ship, Data immediately uses a contraction. Yep. So if you're paying close attention, you're like, oh, shit, that's Lore. No, it's not, though. It was Data. Yeah, you were paying too much attention. Yeah. Does not reward close watching. Yeah, stop paying attention to what is happening. Again, the writers put in so little effort... You are required to put in less than they did. It's hard. It's it, hard to put in less effort than that. Yes, that is the problem. That's why you come out of every episode going, well, that wasn't very good. Like, I could, I guess I could just watch Wings again. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's a pretty much uh, middle-of-the-road sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, oh, dude. Perfect Strangers, if that would ever come to Netflix. If the first 35 minutes of this pod show were any indication, Star Trek has has reared its ugly head and uh, taken precious time from us again. Yeah, we're deep in it right now. It's summer of Star Trek. That's right. That's right, dude. Just like it's 1986, it's 2016. Yeah. Killing it right now. Anton Yelchin got crushed by his own Jeep. That's right. <laughs>
Yeah, no more Chekhov. I hope they were done with those movies anyway, but maybe they'll, if they keep going, they'll have to find a way to write him out or something. I don't know. I guess we'll see if anyone goes to see this third one. God. The first Does two... he have a brother? Can they do a Paul Walker? Did they replace Paul Walker with Paul Walker's brother? No, they introduced Paul Walker's brother. Like, oh, like so yeah, it'd be he's like, gonna be the guy. Yeah, Chekhov's brother just showed up randomly, and now he's gonna be our new best friend. Yeah, something like that. Like my goddamn phone is ringing again. Like Steve. <laughs> Duck. This is now just not professional. A podcast staple, right there. <laughs> next time, I, next time, I'm gonna call your landline just to make sure it happens. It's Sirius XM radio, according to my phone. They probably wanted to call and see why Katie doesn't feel like uh, renewing her satellite radio. Mm. It was because I keep interrupting your podcast. That's what yeah. I'd say. It is because of podcasts, because that's what she listens to when she's in her car. That's right. Yeah, we don't so need So she doesn't radio. need to pay $8 a month or whatever. Well, I'm certainly glad podcasts exist. I don't have to listen to as much sports talk radio anymore. Which was... I used to spend hours watching or listening to Sports Talk Radio in the car, and every day at the end of the day I'd go, why did I do that? That was... No, because you never get anything from it. It's the worst. It's just, like, people trying but... to kill ten hours by making really preposterous arguments about sports and then having callers call in who have really weak takes. And... Yeah, it's like if we had to do this podcast every day for four hours. <laughs> that would be a problem. Like, we just did a solid half hour on Star Trek, so... And, by the way, could could go another half hour easy. I was going to say, it would probably... These days four would, hours every day might be a stretch. <laughs> these days it would be three to three and a half hours of Star oh, Trek. Oh, we started to work in Babylon 5. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Didn't want to disappoint anybody out there who was really hoping to get some Babylon 5 talk. Some B5. Walker Keel is a better name than Walker Smith. They should they should have named him Walker, Walker Keel. They should just... They should, like... Um, like Lucas does, they should re-release it and just have his name now be Walker Keel. And also, they should put a bunch of do-backs in there. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, a lot of really horrible CGI nonsense just all over the place. But yeah. please uh, make sure uh, it's the same CGI technology they were using in Babylon 5 Days, because that's the stuff I really like. Uh, honestly, the stuff that they put in the special editions in the mid-90s wasn't actually that much better. No, it was not. It was super distracting. Crazy distracting. Yeah. No one asked for that shit. Yeah, fucking George Lucas. This is a hack. Yeah, he is. Dude, I think Marjan's just trolling me now. What's she doing? She just she just sends me random videos and she won't tell me what's in them. She just says, check this out, or we need something like this. And I will click on it, and it'll be like a video of a futuristic robot doing something that is obviously going to bother me. Oh. And she thinks that's hilarious. To really get my my Skynet fears going. Well, you thought it was pretty funny last week to call her a Sinocerium <laughs> over and over and over again and not tell her what that means or what it was from. She was very frustrated about it. Sinocerium? Sinocerium, I believe. Sinocerium? It's spelled C-Y-N-O. Yes, and you and I both did the same search and could not figure out the rest of the spelling because it has been erased from existence. Yeah, that movie Star Command is um, gone, <laughs> I presume. I bet they recorded over it. Again, that's why it was such a sneaky insult, because it only existed in maximum two people's memory. You and I, the only that's people possible. who can possibly remember that. It's 
possible that Sarah remembers something about it. I don't know. And maybe if a brick fell on Morgan Fairchild's head, she no. might remember a There's little bit no, of it. You think that registers to Morgan Fairchild, greatest no, of her race? What about those five kid actors who never did anything else after that? I bet they remember it. They probably actually think they're those characters now. They probably think it's like super... They probably like Bruce Boxleitner days with Babylon 5. That one guy probably actually hanged himself. <laughs> when, when Star Command was not picked up? Yeah. Yeah. Very easy decision on that one. Well, he wouldn't have been in it if it had been picked up. Because he hanged himself. Because <laughs> he hanged himself. <laughs> nah, you don't know that. Rather than taking poison after they all put the black marbles in the bag to have him executed. <clears throat> it was a dark plot. I think I might have gone poison. Yeah, I guess it's less disgraceful to hang yourself, maybe? It, is, is a bunch that, of the Nazis did that, right? They killed themselves rather than... Uh, yeah, but I was going to... Gonna, the, I mean, is that something we all decided? That it is it's less disgraceful to hang yourself? I don't know. Mm, I mean... I mean, it's pretty disgraceful to hang yourself and, like for autoerotic asphyxiation reasons. Oh, yeah, but in the movie Star Command, that guy's pants weren't down. I can't remember. I can't confirm or deny. Cannot remember. Mm. It's possible. They they tried to make it sexy, dude. That guy didn't he have like a hologram sex scene or something? One of those guys? He had, oh yeah, like no, he had like um like one of them Oculus Rifts or something. Mm. He was having like a sex headset. He had a sex headset. Like in the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> That's right. Yes, obviously watching porn. Yeah, the guy brought him porn and he just sits and watches it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, not That's important. the worst thing in Star Wars, so don't. <laughs> definitely don't get into that. <laughs> yeah, so that's why it was a good insult. Because I figured there was a chance that you and I were the only people who could possibly ever reveal to her what I was calling her. I was calling her the bad guys in the terrible thing that we saw 20 years ago that never got picked up. And in the 1996 awful. TV movie Star Command. Go ahead and try and find it. Yeah, you cannot find that. That is There gone. is almost no information about it on the internet. Yeah. <clears throat> and the bad guys, because they were sinister, I assume, were called Sinisterians or Sinisterians or whatever they were called. Yup. And um, even as, again, even as like an 11-year-old, I was like, yeah, that's not good. That's not, <laughs> that's not so good lazy. writing. <laughs> it's the laziest... <laughs> Well, that's why I always laugh when I say like things like Star Trek. I always say Star Trek in particular, but all of these things. Really, the sweet spot is if you're like 9 to 11 years old. Now, do you think anybody remembers Space Rangers? No, no one remembers that. It had a shapeshifter like Odo. Yep. Um, but like fighter combat like Babylon 5. Yeah, no one remembers that at all. <clears throat> yeah. I liked it for a minute when I was 12. Yeah, that's the sweet spot. Like, I think as soon as you, like, sprout a pube, you go, oh, this is hella dumb. And yet, that's why it's so... Conf why do I spend so much time on something that I know is dumb? Yeah. It's bad decisions, I Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. I got problems. I don't know, dog. Uh, when I had pneumonia last week, and Katie was feeling bad for me, she's like, do you want me to go get Carl's Jr.? Oh, my God. And I ate Carl's Jr. with what? pneumonia. What are you that doing? That is a bad decision. Dog, you could have died. Yeah, I might have died. I mean, again, it's not a good decision if you are completely free and clear of like you will have breathing problems. No, I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it at night. It was during the day. Yeah, but you had huge pneumonia. Yeah, but Katie could have taken me to the ER. Oh my god, dude, your your body rejects Carl's Jr. rejects it. Outright. I don't know what they would have done for me in the ER. 
stomach pump? No. I don't know. She would have said, oh, he ate Carl's Jr., and they would have said, well... He's terminal. It's time to get your affairs in order, sir. That's right. Again, the time that I stupidly ate Carl's Jr. at 2 in the morning, because they were open late, and went straight to bed. Like, ate it, and then laid down immediately. I woke up, like, 40 minutes later, unable to breathe, and certain that I had not been able to breathe for, like, 10 minutes. Like, I was just like... forget that you also got grease on your pants and were upset about it. (laughs) Yeah, dude, the grease goes through those bags real (laughs) easy. Yeah. Yeah, no one should repeat what I did. Don't eat Carl's Jr. and lay down. You, You won't make it. Having said that, have you had the Big Carl? Uh, is that like their version of the Big Mac? It is. It's my favorite of the fake Big Macs. <laughs> including the actual Big Mac, by the way. So it's your favorite of all the Big Macs? Yeah, my favorite of the Big Macs. I like that better than the Big King, and I like it better than the Big Mac. Does Jack in the Box do a Big Mac? They don't. They don't. I don't think they have anything with Thousand Island on it. Does Wendy's their, do their one? Their Double Jack is not that different from a Big Mac otherwise, but it's just their ketchup and mayo. Yeah, you need a Thousand Island if you're going to do a real Big Mac. Does Wendy's do one? And also, are there enough Wendy's around here to matter? Uh, there's a Wendy's, like, a mile from my house at the corner of... That's probably two miles a month from my house. At the corner of uh, Alma and Monterey. I don't think there's a Wendy's within, like, a six-mile radius of my apartment. And there's a Wendy's on Bascom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which is not too far from where you work, actually. Right? Uh, did you work on Bascom somewhere? I did. I used to. Now I work over by the airport. I work on Technology Drive. Oh. Um, I, don't, I don't know about the Wendy's in North San Jose. Yeah. Um, do they do a Big Mac, though? I don't think they do. Okay. All right. So there's really only, like, three Big Macs. Yeah, I'm just saying the Big Carl's the best one. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I don't know if I've had it. I don't remember. I think I usually just get, like, a some version of the bacon western cheeseburger, right? Yeah. Whatever size I feel like at the time. That's actually my favorite. I feel like it has the best ratio. The standard oh, western the, bacon yeah, cheeseburger. the regular one. <clears throat> yeah. Bread to meat uh, ratio is very important. Also, they took the $6 version off the menu. <laughs> I think it was so huge. It was crazy. It was way too big. And that is definitely what I ate that night I almost died. Uh, uh, Western Bacon $6 burger? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Almost killed me. That onion ring alone could kill you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, now you have to settle for a double. Yeah. If you want to go big. That's your, that's your biggest option in the Western line. Yeah. <clears throat> Oof. Okay, so anyway, so she, I think she's trolling me, because she just sent me a video of that stupid fucking robot that's like, uh, shaped like a dog that you can't kick over. Right, like yeah. when you kick over and it gets like you can't oh, kick it, has, it doesn't, doesn't it fall over. Doesn't have like six legs though. No, dude, it only has the four legs, but it won't fall over. Like mm. you kick it and kick it and kick it, and it like stays up. And it can apparently this version of it can like do your dishes and shit. And it was showing it doing dishes and like putting dishes into the dishwasher. And it showed it like I don't know doing some other chores around the house. But of course, there's no warning. She just says, "Hey, we need this," and then I click on it, and it's one of those fucking robots I hate so much. But jokes on her in the end of this video it said that there's only one thing they can't do and it shows it slipping on a banana peel and it actually goes down all right so now i know how to beat those fuckers when they come for us it's gonna be old school slapstick comedy which banana peels all over the place i have a theory right so they're always gonna make these shits out of lightweight materials Mm -hmm. 
So I think you can probably beat one with an axe. Uh, yeah, you might be able to just bash one into, yeah, into if you just enough damage that it can't do anything. Anywhere in it, you'd probably take it out. Depends on how the um, the signals are, are being sent to the limbs. Right? So, like, if you can't yeah, do I mean, structural damage... Yeah, I mean, I guess if they damage, were Bluetooth, you'd be in trouble. Yeah, I was gonna say, if, if you're talking about structural damage, then yeah, you can just bust it up. But if you're talking about, like, maybe damaging some of the mechanisms or servos or whatever, like, if they're all, like, connected wirelessly, then you'd have to damage the the main C- CPU. Until they make one that can jump real high from a standing start, you'll oh. always be able to hit one with your car. Well, why are you trying to give them ideas? I'm just saying, they gotta make that, um... Fuck. That was the name of that San Jose player who could jump out of the pool. Oh, I don't remember that guy. He was mysteriously drafted because he could jump out of a pool. He was the worst. You mean the fifth yeah. best defensive lineman on San Jose State that year? Look, it turns out that's not a real important skill in football, is yeah. being able to stand in the shallow end of a pool and jump out onto the onto the deck. It's who, impressive. Who could have predicted I it? think the first time we saw that video, we all went, nope. <laughs> yeah, but who could have predicted? Who? Who yeah, could turns possibly out not have real predicted that he was not going to be a great third-round pick for the Chicago Bears? What idiots. I mean, how do these people get jobs running NFL franchises? How, how does it happen? His buddies with uh, the owner? Like, what is this? Yeah, it's Ugh. something like that. Garbage. It's Again. Like, I, th- I think it starts like, oh, that guy did not spend his money wisely. Yep. Somebody's got to help him out by making him, like, a defensive coordinator somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how that shit starts. Yeah, again, it was uh, a guy who was not a particularly good player on a very low-prestige college football program but had a popular viral video. Yeah, he could jump out of a pool. I, I don't understand why that's not impressive to people still. Jumping out of a pool? Yeah. It's still impressive, it's just... what. And his trunks didn't come off. That That's actually <laughs> the most... Explain that to me. That's the most impressive part, for sure. If you try to jump in a pool, your trunks come right off. <laughs> for one thing, the trunks I, I use these days are crazy old. And the elastic's not doing much. Oh, they're not elasticated. They're enough. not doing much. I really, I if I slowly get out of the pool, I think they come down. Mm, just bring up Google here. Hold on. Just in case anybody wants to watch me go swimming. And pool get suspenders. A little peek. Pool suspenders is a great idea. Oh man, you think I could just use regular suspenders? Um. Well, I mean. But as they, long as the chlorine wouldn't destroy them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Are they, like, how easily You'd want them to be more waterproof. So here is the good news. Uh, the only search that's coming up, apparently, pool blue is a color. Oh, that's not... That's not going to help. I'm not, I'm not trying to be, like, stealth or camouflaged. I just no, want I'm my shorts to stay there's up. a market we can enter here. Okay, good. All right. Pool suspenders. That's a good idea. Put that idea down. Everyone's going to have real weird tan lines. <laughs> That's right. Well, some people love tan lines. I'm going to I'm going to specifically try to get those suspender tan lines and just show them off. Like always walk around without a shirt on to show off my suspender tan lines. That's right. I wear suspenders in the pool. Yeah. They keep my trunks up. I was just sunning earlier. You see my tans working out pretty well. You'll get classy with it, too, and you'll get those, you'll get trunks that have buttons sewn in. Oh. So that you don't have to have those metal clips. Yeah, I'm, you know what? And I'm going to wear formal trunks, too. I'm going to class this whole thing up. 
This is a good idea. I think this pool tuxedo is a good idea. I think this is working out really well. I mean, that's what you need, right? You need midnight blue trunks with a satin stripe down the uh, down the seam. Oh man! Oh man! And then pool suspenders. I'm really into this. And maybe a bow tie. Absolutely, Leia, like a male stripper, just wear that bow tie. Yeah. Well, no, a male stripper would have a collar too. Oh, but just a just a bow tie in this case. Just just a collar <laughs> with a bow tie. Okay. I like this. This is a good idea. Brainstorming is good. We should do more of this. <clears throat> For sure. See, some things, it's okay to Google. Pool <laughs> suspenders was one of them. That's right. Some things, it's not okay to Google, and I will always tell you. Yeah, we're not here to, like, lead you astray, people. Do not Google Cajun titties. Don't do it. Don't do it. it You'll regret it will as not soon be happy. as you do it. You'll you'll regret it before you do it. You won't know why. You'll get like a weird like premonition about it. Oh, you'll be like, should I eat this Carl's Jr.? I do have pneumonia. <laughs> uh, well, Carl's is still delicious, but uh, you know, not safe. It's not good for you. It's not safe food. <clears throat> Everybody knows that, though. Dog, uh, I wish we had like some UK listeners who could tell also, us. So we could talk about. Brexit? Yeah, who could tell us about... Because it's apparently just like... It is a huge deal today. Today particularly, because they're doing their votes. Today's the referendum, right? Yeah, like... Uh, I'm like getting like... On Twitter, I'm getting like... Fucking district by district updates. On who's voting to stay in the EU and who's voting to leave. And I don't know where any of these places are. They all sound uh, like... Google says with 10% reporting, it's 52-47 leave. Yeah. I believe it. I I don't really know what the consequences will be. I feel like that's a wait and see. But it can't um, be good for the European Union, right? Yes, but I don't really care about that. I only care if it affects like the world economy in some way. You know? Do you? Like, do you got a lot of stocks and bonds and shit? I got some stocks! I don't know if I have bonds. <laughs> but anyway... I'm just saying, you know, <clears throat> as a citizen of the world. Yeah. All right, so if it affects the U.S. economy, right, then so I would the have thing. a problem with it. It gets us farther from Federation Day. Mm, that's fine. I'm fine. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Although, it. Although, the first United Earth did not seem cool. <laughs> no, dude. They controlled their military by using drugs. They had midgets ringing gongs in courtrooms. Yes, they did. Uh, if you're out of order, you get machine gunned. Yeah. But you get to sniff drugs first. That's right. Um, I'm still waiting. Look, the first thing, since none of the cool stuff with Khan, Nooney, and Singh happened, the next thing on the, the Federation roadmap is the Irish unification of 2021, right? Uh, when does Buck Bakai break Jackie Robinson's record? Oh, that's record? a good question. That might have already passed too, I think. No, I think it's in the... Oh, Alright, hang on. Alright, let's more back memory to Star Alpha. Trek. Back to Star Trek. Just memory alpha the London Kings, I guess. <laughs> London Monarchs? No, they were, they were kings. London Kings. Yeah, yeah. Ah, boy. We are doing it up. Doing it up. Right! Paramount. What? Has anyone ever said that? Anyone excited about Paramount? 
2026. 2026 oh. is when he breaks Joe DiMaggio's consecutive hitting All right. record. Yeah, so Irish Unification of 2021, as far as I know, is the next thing. You'd have to check the uh, the timeline. I'm not going to do that. I made that mistake by trying to check the Star Wars Universal timeline, and I, I could not I could not get through it. So I, I'll leave that to somebody else. But it's 2024. Off. Is it? Yeah. I'm on Memory Alpha. Speaking of Babylon 5, maybe I was thinking of San Diego getting bombed by terrorists in 2021. Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay, well, either way, that's the... It is one of the examples of uh, successful terrorism. Yeah. They felt like... the Irish unification of 2024. They felt like they needed to tell us all about it. So, I mean, they got eight years. That could still happen. That's what I'm saying. So there's, you know, there's... That's... I hope they call it More Tribbles, More Troubles. (laughs) If and when it happens. That'd be a good name. Um. So I, okay. So there've been a couple of big soccer, football tournaments happening. Yeah. Um, like Boy, the, that European one was a real shit show, huh? Okay. So there's Copa, which is like the Americas, North and South America, and that was hosted in a, outside of South America for the first time ever. And some of the games were here in the Bay Area at the Levi Stadium. Anyway, we yeah. USA made it to the semifinals in that. The Euro the Euro one is still going on, and four of the remaining sixteen teams are from the British Isles. It's That's pretty good. Ireland, Northern Ireland, Wales, and England have all advanced. There's been a lot of fan violence though. Yes. Yeah, they all came to France to fuck shit up. Including Croatians throwing flares onto the field and stopping the game. Yep, and Russian far right. Uh, f- hooligan gangs? I don't know what to yeah, call them. Yeah, who knows? Uh, causing all kinds of issues there as well. I don't really understand the intersection of politics and soccer. But it is something that in Europe has like an actual history. Of, yeah. Like politically motivated soccer hooligan gangs. Yeah, like their weird neo-Nazis are super into soccer. Yeah. It's just I mean, it kind of makes sense. But it's so weird that the two do have a direct intersection. Like as you were saying. Um... But I just thought, uh, you know, Wales? Like, no, nobody live in Wales. Northern Ireland, specifically? Like, how are these teams fielding competitive enough teams that they've all made it to the round of 16 in Euro? Dude, Wales beat Germany, and Northern... Uh, maybe it was regular Ireland. Either Northern Ireland or regular Ireland beat Italy. What's going on? Yeah. All right, I, I'm asking the wrong person. I, I what, are their re- what are their requirements? Is it like... Do the people on these teams have to have been born in the country? No, I doubt it. So it's really just who can hire good players. Yeah, and, and like, fudge citizenship in some way. Like, uh, you know, this guy's really from Ghana, but um, now we've he is now a citizen of England or whatever, you know. Do you think that the United States will ever be competitive in soccer? Um, well, I think they've already proven that they can be competitive. They just can't win the whole thing. Are you asking me if they'll ever be, like, a contender to win the whole thing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't ever. think so. Um, I don't want to say never, because some of our sports seem like they might be, particularly football, seems like we might, they might not necessarily get the pick of the athletes that they used to, but I kind of feel like if football players don't play football, they'll play basketball or something, or baseball, or maybe not baseball. I mean, it's possible just because there might be an influx of NFL-caliber athletes. I don't know, man. Are, are soccer players, like, 6'5"? Uh, think about... Okay, so think if they were 6'5 and 240 and could run a 4'440. 
yeah, that so soccer would be good. This is what I'm saying. So because all of our best athletes, who are the best athletes in the world, are playing a different sport right now, it's hard for us to, given the given our infrastructure and where we are in terms of soccer culture, I don't think we can win anything big. But if like all of our retract. best athletes go into soccer, then yeah, we'd, we'd be able to. Okay, it probably never happened. I'd like to retract my statement that soccer would be good under those conditions. <laughs> no, yeah, it would still be soccer. Yeah, uh, soccer will never have discrete plays. Yeah. Which is the thing that makes American football the, the top. Oh, yeah, dude. Strategery all over is the place. Is because you have about 20 seconds to see what the offense looks like they're going to do and see what the defense looks like they're going to do. And predict how things are going to go. Yeah, and, and like see really fucking game plan it. Like, yeah. specifically, this dude goes here exactly at this time, and this dude does this exactly at this time. And if everybody does their job the right way, this play will work. Well, that's on the field, but I mean, even as a spectator. Oh, like, yeah. The, the opportunity that you have to look at the field yep. and think to yourself, I'd run a slant. Mm-hmm. And then see if they do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what makes it better. Sorry. I agree. You only get no argument from me. But again... Also, if... much less fake injury. <laughs> yeah, that's Sometimes right. there's a fake injury when a fat guy gets tired. <laughs> that's right. He will occasionally lay down. He'll like he'll start to trot toward the sideline, and then someone on the sideline will tell him to go down. Yeah. And but go, he has oh. to leave. He has to be out for a play when that happens. Yeah, he can't roll around on the ground for three minutes while the game pe- while the game clock keeps going, and then yeah. get up and just start running around at full speed again like nothing happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you will get no argument from me again if we do have any listeners uh, over in the United Kingdom or British Isles or whatever. Um, they might disagree, but I don't know if we do have They're any. Tough. Of those. Get get into American football. Like you cannot. You cannot appreciate the 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 game the way that I just described unless you're pretty familiar with it. Yeah, if you just like watch it for the first time, you're going to be pretty annoyed, probably. You're just going to be like, oh, it just stops all the time. The guy, they moved the ball two yards and now it stopped. That's right, or maybe sometimes minus two yards. Oh, great, it went backwards that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine, but if you stick with it until you understand the game, there's so much going on. Yeah, and by the way, the same is not necessarily true of soccer, because I covered soccer professionally for many hundreds of hours. Yeah, I feel like I've watched at least a hundred hours of soccer. Yeah, and I'm still, you know, unless there are super high stakes, I am not interested. I work in big in, in big tech companies with lots of foreign-born employees. Every time there's a World Cup, work comes to a stop, and That's everyone right. watches soccer in the break room. Dude, even even where I was working full of just plain old idiot Americans, we had to go and, like go to a bar and watch all the games and shit. Yep. So, yeah. I've watched so many hundreds of hours of soccer, football, and uh, it's just... Uh, it doesn't hold up. So it's, it's just not it's not the same. And by the way, even baseball has this to a degree. Yeah. Because it has discrete plays, which means you have a chance before every play... Do it before every pitch. To bef- like... think about... Yep, before every pitch. Right, that's what I mean by a play. Yeah. To think about what might happen. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Unpopular opinion in this uh, modern world where every single headline every day is that soccer is going to be the next popular American sport and it never happens. 
But, yeah, but uh, I don't dislike it because it's European or anything. Exactly, like that. this is not American. This... I dislike it because I've I've seen it. Like the there's a version of soccer that I like. By the way, it's called ice hockey. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Where you skate around super fast paced, and everyone gets forty shots on goal, and you're uh, even though the scoring isn't much, there's a lot of action. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's not a bigoted opinion. It's just based on um, you know what you have viewed. It's okay, our zero listeners will not respond to that. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody unless tell Marjan us. Gets, unless Marjan gets defensive about it for no good reason. Just to defend the rest of the world. Well, I yeah. said I said that I agree with you, so she will have to disagree. Oh, so okay. It's... Yeah, we can't agree on something. That would be... Yeah, yeah, I... She doesn't like to agree with me, so... Um, but everyone, please, tell us your popular or unpopular opinion about the game known as soccer association football and um if you tweet us yeah, i promise way, i don't want to hear about how it's called football in the rest of the world yeah. soccer is a british term that's right we didn't invent it we took it no. direct like a lot of things in our language we took it directly from the brits who call it soccer because you, you it stands for association you should be able football. to tell by that formation like yeah you should be able to tell by listening to that word that is a british word that's right, exactly we didn't we didn't do that don't blame us some people call rugby rugger, too. It's the same thing. Yeah. I'm glad we don't call it that, but yeah. Um, we just we just developed a better football here. So please tweet us and tell us what you think about it, and we we promise we will read it. Did we get any... any have we gotten any tweets? No, it's been a quiet... Um, Week. Podcast. Okay. You know, yes. Since we started this podcast. Just in general. <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, but I will load up Twitter just in case I missed one here. Alright, yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's hard to tell if anybody's even out there. Oh, hold on. Um, I'll do this. Anybody! Ah, yeah. That's Riker. That is Riker. Last outpost, everybody. Just for you guys. The last outpost of the Takan Empire. Yeah. Um, Riker does not flinch when that guy almost axes his head off, and then he's super impressed by that. Yeah, our, the last tweet at us was on May 29th. That was basically a month ago. Okay, all right. So. Yeah. Nobody's out there. Oh, so, hold on. I'm sorry, say that Say that again in about two minutes. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta cue something up. <clears throat> in two minutes I should say that again? Yeah, I have to remember what album it's on. <sighs> it's gonna be... Was good podcasting. Do you want me to look anything up about Babylon Five in the interim, or uh, what is the race that hold the Mutai? Oh, see, that's an actually that's. I want to say that's a good question. It's not. I want to say it is. So you mean like what race is that crusty old dude? Yeah, that's what I mean. All right, let me see. The guy with the with the crazy gravelly voice. Uh, created by the Yolu, <laughs> a long-lived humanoid race from the planet Pari. So there you go. Uh, and by the way, by 2262, at least two Yolu had begun training as Anla Shock, and that's a good decision, because they're Mutai Masters. It's on the Shock, right? I don't fucking know. What does that mean, like the Grey or something? Some stupid... I thought it was on the Shock. 
So, uh, Matthew, is anybody out there? Um, is anybody out there? I said it. No, you're supposed to say nobody's out there. Oh, nobody's out there. Oh. <laughs> we're back to Midnight Oil. Uh, we never were not back to Midnight Oil. <laughs> uh, can you tell the people how to reach us? Um, you can find us at bro- brotherdate.com. And uh, you can tweet us at brotherdate. And uh, I guess we'll talk to you guys soon. He's going to say somebody's out there, but I don't know why. Your headset doesn't have, like, a volume switch on it that you're leaning on or anything, does it? Hold on. I declined to answer that question. Please subscribe.